0: The the two things I want to talk to you. first. All, I the 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 last half of this I want to get to the State of the Union heading into 2020. But I came across a story yesterday from the Atlantic that is the that showcases yet another one of these large conglomerates that are coming into a certain area trying to take away the ability for mom and pop shops or smaller organizations to be able to function and smaller businesses to actually thrive and work and that is through amazon.com's free shipping that they offer. Now this is this is tough. For some reason I'm like pouncing on all the stuff that I you know that I benefit from as well. Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, all that stuff. It's it everybody has to to a certain extent we all have attachments to these certain companies and that's again one of those things we have to think about moving forward uh, how we're going to impact our culture but one of the things that we see here in uh, the the story from The Atlantic, uh, it starts out talking about a story of a woman who was working as a mechanic and w- was working second shift, picking up all kinds of spare hours. And then she decided one day when she came across some earrings that she wanted to create some feather earrings. So she started making uh, literally tens of thousands of these and started selling them on Etsy uh, through a store named Pretty Vagrant. And then... That was back in 2011, and since then, she's grown it, of course, and she's making some, uh, I guess, some sustainable income on this. But since 2011 and now, one of the things that we've had come up and that's become very popular is Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime has developed a system where you can order a product and you can receive that product with zero shipping delivered to your doorstep. I know. It's, it's, uh, It's a lot of stuff. You get a lot of things like that. One of the things that this article talks about, though, is the ability for us to see through the large conglomerates that we have and reward and patronize manufacturers of goods and merchants of goods, not simply because of a product necessarily, but because we want to reward them for hard work. Now, this this article goes on. It says, online shopping, when it works best, is sort of like a duck. The part above the water, the algorithmically selected products, the simple checkout processes aided by personal information stored on phones. The package that appears on your porch two days later glides placidly along, setting off only the gentlest of ripples in your attention. The the Apotheosis of e-commerce is when people spend money without feeling like anything has happened at all. Below the surface, the little web feed of the retail paddle furiously. Um, One of the people they bring up in this story uh, takes a new bundle of packages to the post office nearly every day. The past holiday season, the United States Postal Service will deliver a projected 800 million packages. Earlier in 2020, FedEx will start delivering on Sundays all year a service previously reserved for the holidays. In New York, where daily deliveries have tripled in less than a decade, trucks snarl streets and rack up nearly half a million parking tickets annually. In 2015, Amazon launched Amazon Amazon Flex, through which the company pays people to use their own cars to ferry boxes, assuming all responsibility for mileage and expenses. Amazon did not respond to requests for comments. Large retailers make their own ducks stay upright. Orders come in in boxes marked with the insignia of the seller, not the deliverer. Narvar, a popular logistics startup that touts its ability to help brands deliver premium post-purchase experiences, directs buyers to a clean, bright, and retailer-marketed landing page to track packages. If you don't look closely, you might think Warby Parker itself is bringing you your new classes, not UPS. Masking the nitty-gritty of shipping, namely the cost, is the most potent tool online stores have to persuade people to click place order. And come back for more. In a 2018 survey by internet retailer, shipping charges were cited as the most common reason shoppers abandon their carts, topping the pet peeve list for nearly a third of respondents. Ahead of things like not wanting to create an account or being unsure of the store's return policy, many resent paying for shipping so much that they'll buy more expensive items or throw in additional small stuff to use single to use uh, to just to get a clear free delivery purchase minimum. And that, that, I've done that as well. Free purchases for this specific amount, I'll toss it in there. Free shipping is enticing, uh, the director of Yale's Center for Consumer Insight says, because shoppers irrationally hate to pay for certain services. The problem, though, as the article gets into it, it's a fairly long piece. The problem, though, is that the majority of those shipping charges that you, that you think you're getting for free are burrowed down deep in the services that you're paying for through Amazon anyway. Amazon Prime's $100 a year. If you want to add on additional movies or you want to add on additional music, which comes with that, it's an additional monthly charge. You pay $100 a year. Depending on how many products you order, the free shipping charges are embedded in the cost. You're not actually getting a better deal per se. You're just getting something there that says free shipping. And as long as you label it free, then people are going to jump all over it. But think about if and, and the theme of this show today, I really didn't necessarily mean for it to be this way. But the theme of this show today is how are we going to redeem culture? What sacrifices are we willing to give up to redeem and save certain aspects of our culture which are worthy of our attention? So, for instance, are you willing to buy from a local establishment, pay a little bit more, but get it from that local establishment rather than putting your money into a larger box store? Are you willing to go and wait a couple extra days for uh, a a store, a mom and pop store to order something and have it delivered to them rather than having it in a split second by going to another store and getting it? Because it's not so much as wanting it free as it's wanting it fast, because now Amazon.com is talking about delivering products to you the next day, the next day. Now, think about that. In order for you to get something next day, you have to increase the workforce, Increasing the workforce also increases the, the pay that's necessary to continue and sustain that workforce. And by doing that, the, the cost continually increases on the products that you're purchasing. Are we willing to wait? Are we willing to go to someplace like mikechurch.com forward slash shop and purchase something from a smaller retailer? Are you willing to go to a, to a, a mom-and-pop shop and support them regardless if you have to pay 5 or $10 more for a product rather than going to that? And now some people are like, well, that's kind of petty, Barker, that's stupid. There's no way that we're going to be able to do that. There's no way that that's going to redeem culture. We have to start somewhere. Where are we going to start? If we want to stop supporting these companies which use their money to give to liberal causes and use their money to give to, uh, to uh, transgender reassignment surgeries to their employees. Where are we going to stop? At this point, large companies come in and they decimate local economies. They don't do well for local economies.